Give you a quick background, 30 second background. I'm half Filipino, half American. I was born in San Pedro Hospital. Kung mama is Pinay, kung papa is Americano. So I'm a mocha latte. So I'm just like you guys. I'm, I'm a double when you did. I was born here, but I left. I have one wife. I have five children. I've been with my wife for 25 years, okay? I met her when I was a teenager in England. And my background with my family is very unique. Her background is very different to mine. But my walk with God is what's made me a man today. So that's why I want to challenge you guys. Sports and physicality, you guys are all good looking here. So you, can, you might use that, but I want to challenge you that today the gifts that God has given you, and the key word is, is God has given you. These gifts, you didn't make yourself. So that's my challenge today. And I'm going to go through a few scriptures because the Bible, consider that it believes in God. Anyone? You all believe in God. That's good. That's a good starting point. Now, it's one thing to believe in God. It's another thing to know God. And it's another thing to walk with God. Who here has seen The Matrix? Anyone? The Matrix with, uh, you've never seen The Matrix, the movie? Oh, Cy Young, you wouldn't know the, oh, so I won't use that analogy. You should watch that. It's a weird sci-fi with Keanu Reeves. You know John Wick? Yeah. With Keanu Reeves? Yeah, that dude. Um, my, you know my surname is Wick, so he's my exon. He's my evil exon. I'm the good one. But um, joke aside, I want to talk about knowing God, walking with God. Now, before I start, everything that I'm going to talk about is in the Word of God in the Bible. And I guarantee you here, young men, I, I've, I've seen so many lives that have so much talent. Like we talked about Kobe Bryant, you know? And, and we talk about his life, and you're like, man, what happened to that guy? Like that. One day, Daghan Plano, the next day, it's done. What did he live for? What was the legacy that he left? I'm a big Kobe fan, because my mama lived in, in LA for years. So I've always followed the Lakers. So it was very, my wife woke me up, and she goes, there's a big problem. And I was like, what, what? And I thought it was with my own family. She goes, Kobe Bryant's dead. I was like, no way. No way. There's no chance. That's crazy, because he's a champion. He shapes basketball. He's like the new Michael Jordan, etc. And it really shocked me, right? And then it got me to thinking, you know, everything that Kobe had was very self-driven. He had Dagan talents. But I want to challenge you guys today. All of you, I don't know what your positions are in basketball. When we get to ball together, I'll get to know you better. And I'll get to know your character on the court when I can push you a little bit and see what happens. Right? But your talents, I want to challenge you with this, are not your own. They were given by God. All of us were created for a purpose. And today I want to talk about having a champion's mentality. Right? Kobe Bryant was known to have a mind of iron, wasn't he? Remember when he had his Achilles torn? He hobbled to the court and still shot the two baskets with a, with a blown out Achilles. He had a mental game that was better than his physical game, but it, it raised him up. But his talent, this is what I'm talking about. Each one of us has something that's God-given. You all have a champion's mentality or potential if you'll trust in God. I want to read from this in Matthew chapter 25. Real quick, I'm going to just read a couple sentences from it and I'm going to explain what happens. This talks about the parable of the servants. Matthew 25 verse 14. So just bear with me, okay? We're going to get into the meat of this. I want 
to help you guys understand who, who you're made for and what you're made for. You're a young man with a huge future ahead of you. Is it huge? Potentially. But is your tomorrow guaranteed? Delete. Right? So all of us here today have an expiration date. I was at the House of Hope with my team earlier this morning with children with cancer. Some kid called James, he's six year old, my youngest son. I have four boys and one girl. My oldest boy is 20, my youngest boy is six. So I have a range, okay? My youngest boy is six. His name is James as well. Micah James. His first name is Micah. But his middle name is James. I met this little boy. He's six years old. His mama tells me, since 2017, in and out of hospital, cancer care. Now he's, he's going to be sent home with stage four cancer. You look at this beautiful kid and he's full of life today. His ugma is not guaranteed. But he has a purpose, even in this short time or long time. I don't know. But God knows. This is the key. You are made for a purpose bigger than yourself. Imung vision may be for you, but it needs to be bigger than that and it needs to come from God. You might have good ideas, but they're not God ideas if you're not submitted to God. Do you see the difference? Good, take away one O, becomes God. But to live with God ideas means surrendered your life. Understanding who you're made by and what you're made for. Because I guarantee, for your aeronautics education, for your future, all of you will probably get married, have children. God has a perfect plan. Sai young if you miss it, because we don't know how long it is. So many times you live life thinking, I got ugma, right? Tomorrow, I'll fix this tomorrow. I have problems, uh, tomorrow na lang. Ugma lang, manana, manana. Later. Tell you, take the story from Kobe, make it wake you up. Now, let me read this, Matthew 25. Again, this is God saying, again, the, this is Jesus' words. It's in red in my iPad. If you have a Bible, you'll see it. You can have a Bible where it records in red Jesus' words himself. So imagine Jesus speaking to you right now, okay? This is the Word of God, and this is for your lives. Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants, that's you and I, right? And entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He entrusted important things to each one, right? So this is Jesus saying, hey, come today. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to go, but I'm going to come back. But I'm giving you this. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last. In another version, it says talents. The word silver and talents, right? So he goes, so for each one of us, we have a proportion of talents. I'd say LeBron James is probably got more talents than majority of other basketball players because he's built like a computer game. The Greek freak is a Greek freak. He has certain talents, but he doesn't have in others. Five, three, two, you get the picture. All of us, God has given something. But remember, it, God has given it to you. It's not yours. Dividing it in proportion to their abilities. So Jesus knows each of your capacity. He knows your ugma. He knows your tomorrow. Do you? No. So isn't it good to trust in God who knows your tomorrow? Importante kaayu that you understand this. He then left on his trip. So now, it's up to you and I. I'm part of this picture. Here we go. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more, investing his talents. The servant with the two bags of silver went to work and earned two more. He doubled his talents. He doubled his investment. 
But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. So he took that money and goes, Ooh, I'll hide this. I'll, I'll put it in the dirt. Paint the picture. Dirt in the ground. It's messy kaayo. It doesn't get a chance to grow. It's dark. There's no sunshine. My question is today, guys, with your talents, are you using it in the dirt, in the secret? The gifts that you have, I'm not just talking about your ability to play sports. You're in the team for a reason. But I'm talking about your ability to love, to care, to give grace, to forgive, to be bigger than yourself. You know love, the definition of love, is someone that wants to give. Lust or greed wants to take, right? So imagine and look at your life today, because I'm telling you, young men, your future is bright, but it's not guaranteed. So you need to be investing your talents and your silver today in the right place, understanding what it's for. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they used his money. So God is coming to speak to you and I one day. And he's going to ask, what did you do with your talents? And I'm going to skip forward here because I want to talk about a couple other bits. So the master was full of praise. He, he said to the guy with the five, what did you do? He goes, master, I invested it. Right? And he said, and here's five more. He doubled up his talents and he offered it to God. You gave me five bags of silver to invest and I've earned five more. Look. With the two, he did the same. Here's two more. With the one... He said, Master, you gave me two bags to, to uh, uh, the Master. Verse 24, then the servant with the one bag of silver said, Master, I know you're a harsh man. Harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money. So I held it in the earth. Look, here is your money back. The Master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. If you knew I harvested crops and I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money at least in the bank? At least I could have had some interest on it. Why didn't you use it for what it was made for? And these words are harsh from the Lord. You wicked and lazy servant. Ooh, nobody speaks to you guys like that nowadays, do they? But God is holy. And God knows the plans for your tomorrow. So He's saying, I'm giving you these in accordance to your abilities for a purpose. Then he ordered and said, take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the ten bags. That seems unfair, doesn't it? But God is saying, if you don't invest, if you take the talents, everything that's in your mind, body, and in your spirit, from your heart, and you stick it in the dirt, and you work with it in the darkness, not in the light, not throwing it into investments that are godly, there comes a time when you will lose it all. Ultimately, you won't be walking with God. And this is serious, guys, because tomorrow, just like Kobe Bryant, it's not guaranteed. So with that in mind, I wanted to challenge all of us here. You're all ballers, right? <clears throat> but you're all leaders. Every single one of you is born to lead. One, to lead yourself. Two, to be an example to others. So you're called to be something greater. So Coach Eric, I know speaks into your life and wants to open up his life to yours. And if you'd allow me to with him, I would love to open mine to yours. Any questions you guys have about life, we'll do our best to help you and share what we've learned, okay? But today, my message is 
pretty compact, pretty short, because I don't want to give you too much, because I want you to think about this, is this. God has called you to design the future. Isn't that cool? With aeronautics, isn't it a lot of design and other... Right, it must be. I'm, I'm not very smart like you guys. But with aeronautics, engineering and everything like that, I'm sure you've got to learn the, the concept of design, the concept of flight, the, the physics behind it, and how to do things, right? God is calling you guys to be the models of change for tomorrow, regardless of how long your life is. So point number one, you're called to be um, not just inspirations, but you're called to be agents of change. So think about your life today. Number one, in your lifestyle, what kind of changes do you make around you? When you walk into the room, what kind of reputation do you have? When you leave a room, how do you leave the room? What have you left or how have you changed it? Because I want to challenge you with the talents that God has given you, it's called for something much bigger than just for yourself. To do this, you need God's power, right? So this is my point. Today, I want you guys to encourage you guys to have a mentality. What, what do they call uh, Kobe? The mamba mentality, right? And what is a mamba? Black mamba is a snake. And it's a straight killer. Ice cold in the veins. What runs in your veins? Bam, he's a killer. He's the dagger, right? How many times did he throw a dagger? Game over, right? He had a killer mentality. He had a champion's mindset that was insatiable, just like Jordan was, right? They said, man, these guys are unstoppable. They were focused. Well, I want to tell you guys this, that God is challenging you to have a champion's mentality in the place that he's called you to have an influence in. So where's your influence, Karun? Think about it. You're in school, right? In your family, with your friends. You don't have a job yet. Anyone here work? Like a full-time job, your students. One day when you're working, these are areas that you have influence over. With my team, I have an influence over these guys, so I want to champion their mindsets to be like Christ. Think about it. What does a champion represent? Is it just representing himself? Like, like Usain Bolt, right? the fastest man on earth, right? Does he represent Usain Bolt or does he represent Jamaica? Jamaica, right? Kobe Bryant, does he represent just Kobe Bryant or does he represent the NBA? Right. So what does a champion's mentality have? It competes on behalf of a group or a nation or a people. I want to tell you guys, God has made you to compete in, the, in, in your track of life that you're going to go down to, not just for yourself, but for the Philippines. Think beyond yourself. The second you just think, I'm just going to get what I want, you're going to get a smaller picture of your future. God has made you to be so much bigger if you'll submit your heart to Him. That's the key. So a champion makes a deep impression in the environment in which they compete. This is what I was saying. When you walk into a basketball game, when you walk into college, when you're with your friends, when you're with your mom and your parents, your family, what impression are you leaving when you walk in and what impression are you leaving when you walk out? Right? Do they, when you walk out, do they go, I'm so glad he's out of here. 
Grabe, that dude is exhausting. Kayo, he just blah 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 blah. Talk about himself, how good he is, how big he is. He's like a chicken puffed up. Scary, right? Because sometimes we can be so self-focused that we lose sight that you're made for a bigger purpose, which is to glorify God. And until you can understand that your talents, the gifts that God has given you, will never come to its full fruition. Because sayang, you're not allowing the light of God to hit it. You're allowing it to be hidden in the dirt where light cannot penetrate. Do you understand? God said, I am the light. So are you allowing yourself to walk in the light? Now as young men, today I know this is a little bit in your face, but I want it to be because I want you to think about your future by looking at your current lifestyle. If you look at your lifestyle, the people that you roll with, the people you hang out with, the people that you listen to, the, the social media channels that you feed yourself with, I'll guarantee you this, however strong you think you are, you'll become just like that. Right? I have an older brother who died of an overdose, drug overdose, okay? And he was clean for a long time. And Sai Young, he went back with his old friends and they overdosed him one more time and they threw him in a ditch because they got scared and left him. Saya. So who you roll with is who you become. I want to challenge you today, if you're rolling in the dirt, you're going to become the dirt. But if you roll in the light where God is, you're going to grow and you're going to be something greater than just for yourself because that's what a champion does. Think about it, the champion carries the weight of the team, right? Or, or the nation, or the school. So for example, if you become Isaac champions in your basketball league, is, is any one individual the champion? Together, you represent the school. Well, this is who you are in God. So when you say, I believe in God, it's very different to walking with God, isn't it? You can say, I believe, and you still live in the dirt. You could listen to this brother Wood and say, Wood was talking but tonight I'm going to go back and feed myself with the dirt. I'm going to put my talents, I'm going to keep feeding in this place. The impression that I leave is going to be negative or the same. And I'll tell you this, for some of you, maybe you feel like, hey, it's not fair. My life that I was given is rough kaayo, tough kaayo. I was either abused, never encouraged, never shown the right way to live. What I tell you, God has given you guys an opportunity to be with a man like him who is godly. Don't lose it. Don't take it for granted, because I tell you, the nuggets of wisdom that he's going to share with you in basketball and in life is potentially could be the difference between being in the dirt, dead, underground, or walking in the light, having a purpose. So a champion has a purpose that's beyond himself and leaves an impression. And there's a scripture in the Bible that says this, Romans 12, 2, do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. To, so to renew your mind is not to conform to this world. So today, guys, you guys got to really ask yourself this question. Where am I walking? Am I in the dirt just like that talent? Master, one day, God, I'm going to give it back to you. All messy and dirty, Caillou. Cy Young. You won't be living to your full potential if you grab a hold of this. So to you guys, I'm going to stop there because I think you probably had a whole day of education 
and more input means that your brain is going right but I, yeah, absolutely I understand so today right the thing that I want to challenge you guys with is which one of those servants are you gonna be are you gonna be the one that walks and puts it in the dirt or are you gonna be a servant that has a champions mentality that thinks beyond himself and thinks I've been called for a purpose bigger than me that's real vision and you know what that'll help you get through the tough times in life and when I say dirt it means who you rolling with now I'm not gonna pry into your lives but if you ever want to talk to me about this the repercussions uh, we lived in, in, in LA for a little while my wife and I were connected with a church in South Central LA back when it was so, solid ghetto bro and there are lives that I saw that walked in the dirt that ended up in the dirt i.e. they didn't live long there are those that walked in the light and God pulled them out of nastiness so it doesn't matter where you come from maybe what you might have done you might have some guilt or shame or pain God is saying none of that can overcome my love for you if you will accept me if you will say you know what these talents you give me they're not for me I'm gonna use it for you so today guys that's really my short challenge are you gonna be a talent driven guy that works from the dark or walks in the light right amen and this is something guys you're not gonna do this overnight one you need God's power two you're gonna need people around you that can help speak truth in love you know and I know coach Eric will do that and if, if you want me to tell you the truth very happy to tell you the truth I have sons and a daughter so I know what it's like when a kid comes up and goes I got issue I'm like oh, I think I know what you're talking about but will you be willing to change your life if you make that decision if you make that decision today speak to coach Eric because I tell you guys the dividends the return of walking with God is so much bigger than walking in the dirt so much more amen so I'm gonna pray for you guys and then maybe leave the floor open if you have any questions um, I know you're tired but I pray that you can if there's anything that goes in your mind let it let it cook okay so Heavenly Father Amahan Salangit I just thank you for this team Lord God I thank you for ISAT College and I thank you for coach Eric Lord God and all he's investing into these young men and I ask right now Lord that from your word today Lord God that you would let it hit the mark i.e. Lord God let it hit our hearts father each man here each young man Lord God I know you have a hope and a future for them in you Lord God I pray that this word Lord God would cut like a double-edged sword and it would bear its fruit and hit its mark Lord God and these men would one day Lord God declare the goodness and the glory of our King Jesus in their lives that they would live lives submitted to you Lord God to glorify you and to run and not grow weary Lord God and to be a champion for the kingdom of God today Lord God and not just for themselves I thank you for all the gifts and talents you put in this room I ask Lord God that you would help them to manage it and shape it to glorify your name in their futures Sangala Jesus we pray Amen Amen